0: Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a Wisdom Wednesday presented by DraftKings, America's number one rated sports book app. I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman, five teams, seven years. Most of you already know that. Got a lot of podcasts, which I absolutely love. Today, Joe Dolan will be rocking the Fantasy Feast podcast today and tomorrow. Really, we'll have Greg Cosell tomorrow here on the RTFP. A bunch of best bets and a bunch of tux teasers on yesterday's Even Money podcast that you're going to want to check out. And then, of course, the College Draft podcast to get you ready for yet another big weekend of college football. Spread the word, winner. You know the deal sponsor confirmation email winner most of you know the deal although we're getting new subscribers to both so sponsor confirmation take advantage of anything you hear or see at rosstucker.com send it to me ross at rosstucker.com and you will definitely get to ask me a question and you might even get a signed press pass or picture or card i pick a winner every week same for everybody that ho- hooks us up on social media at Ross Tucker NFL, or at Ross Tucker Pod. By the way, I I should have mentioned this way earlier, but at patreon.com slash RT Media, when you sign up for our Patreon, you become a patron, and you're part of the private Tuckheads Slack channel, our guy, Sean Grady, he's a Tuckhead, he posts all of our even money bets. So you you don't need to write them down. If you pay the whatever it is, 10 bucks a month, a, you get to be a part of an awesome, exclusive club and family. But B, you get to see all of our bets each and every week because Sean posts it. We're also going to see Jason Montgomery, Tuckhead's J. He posts all of our press box food grades. And now we've got intern Sham from Penn State, a second intern. He's going to post our Friday picks and our Tuesday Power Ranking. So anything you've ever written down or you want to go check again, it's all going to be able for you to check it out. You just got to become a, Patreon, uh, a patron like you should already. Patreon.com slash RT Media. It's Big Show time. The Big Show. It's a Wisdom Wednesday. That means we get the wisdom from the one and only Andrew Brandt. He's got lots of it. Lawyer, agent, executive. Moderator, speaker, agent, writer, professor, triathlete. He's got a lot. He's got a lot going. I I think I might have missed a couple too. He's got a lot. I'm not even saying it this week, Andrew. We got too much work to do. Diving right into it. Most importantly, podcaster, host of the Business of Sports podcast. What do you got going this week?
1: You know, I had planned this webinar, and it came off yesterday on Tuesday, Ross, where I brought together some industry professionals in the fitness world. As you know, I dive into fitness pretty hard. And sort of what was it like, what is it like, and what will it be like with the pandemic? So uh, along with University of Miami, Villanova, we hosted sort of the future of fitness through a pandemic. And it was a webinar, and several hundred people joined. And I thought it was so good that I recorded it and putting it out on the podcast. So I'm moderating. I have business owners from CrossFit, from their Pilates studios, from private education. I mean, private uh, coaching. This guy, Mark Megna, who played many years in the NFL and CFL, who trains clients in Miami. Probably played around the time you were in the league, Ross. And uh, I have the general counsel from Equinox. So tune in. Business of sports, fitness during the pandemic.
0: That's awesome. I mean, it's a different slant on the business of sports, but it's definitely still the business of sports. Exercise. I mean, I I don't know that it'll ever be the same. I mean, it's gonna be very interesting. I'm sure that's kind of what you guys talked about.
1: Yeah, and and then we get into some kind of emotional things from from people asking about sort of the motivational aspect of working out through the pandemic. And now we head into the winter and, and there could be another surge, but staying motivated, fitness, Is so important, especially now. So we talk about it.
0: He's at Andrew Brandt on Twitter. Andrew, let's start with Le'Veon Bell. Released last night by the New York Jets, they owe him $6 million the rest of the year. I do believe he has offsets on that. And so maybe they're just trying to get some pennies on the dollar back or less obligation on what obviously was a terrible investment for that franchise.
1: Yeah, we saw on Monday tweets by, I believe, you know, Adam Schefter and people reporting that the Jets are trying to trade Le'Veon Bell, and my immediate tweet was, uh, good luck with that. You know, if that word is out, that means they've already tried, and they haven't gotten anything for him, and maybe we're going to take a ham sandwich if they could get it. But uh, it sort of was the next shoe to drop was the release. Uh, Yeah, listen. We can slam the Jets. It was a bad signing, and and we've got, we've talked about Levy and Bell for years here. He forfeited fourteen million dollars and basically signed for fourteen million dollars the next year, so he was sort of made even in two thousand nineteen, and he made some more money this year, so about twenty eight million over two years. Well, it's really twenty eight million over three years, but two years of that from the Jets, a bad signing. Um, I don't know what to say about it other than it doesn't it seems like a mismatched franchise the jets have spent a ton of money in free agency especially last offseason with cj mosley and others it's not working it's not working with the general manager with the coach we have a new general manager that seems to be instituting a draft first mentality getting the two number one picks for jamal adams Levian Bell is kind of a again another one of these free agency mistakes that I point out every year that people that love free agents, how many people are excited about Levian Bell going to the Jets? It just didn't work.
0: Let's talk about his options now Andrew because I do think that is interesting. He's due 6 million for the rest of the year. You know, no one's going to pay him more than that obviously. So essentially every dollar he would earn From another team, it would just be coming off what the Jets have to pay him anyway. You do help out uh, Gary Vayner Sports a little bit. You know, is it worth going ahead and playing the rest of the season essentially for free to try to increase his market value for the offseason? Or do you think that there could be some merit in, hey, You already sat out a whole year and made $0. Why not sit out the rest of this year and make $6 million and not take any injury risk or put more wear and tear on your body?
1: Yeah, I mean, there are going to be teams interested, uh, probably in some kind of complementary role, you know, to backs, maybe the Eagles with Miles Sanders. But, you know, I think we've seen history on this player, Ross, and the history is he preserves because he sat out for $14 million, he forfeited it in, in 2018 because he felt like, I think, the, the strategy was less wear and tear, get a better deal, save the touches, save the body. And that would seem to be the MO for this player and agent as they try to save. But I don't think anyone's going to bring him in to get pick a number, 200, 300 touches this year. If they bring him in, he'd be complimentary to whatever running back situation they have. So I'm not sure that would be a big worry here. Uh, If he stays out again after he stayed out in 2018 and only had one really team interested in the Jets, I'm not sure what kind of marketplace he has. I'm not sure what kind of marketplace he'll have in 2021, Ross, if he plays or doesn't play. Uh, So because it hasn't worked with the Jets.
0: Let's get to Dak. Andrew, that was obviously extremely emotional when he got injured. You know, first thought, of course, is about the gruesomeness of the injury. And then, you know, you and I, I'm sure, you start to think about the implications for him. First thought for you when you saw the injury and sort of how grotesque it was and how emotional it was.
1: Yeah, coming in from walking the dogs, (laughs) I turn on the TV and he's down. And then of course I see my old friend, Mike McCarthy walk across his old coach, Jason Garrett walk across and you knew it was serious. It seemed like within seconds, Ross, that cart was out. So yes, and and his tears is just an emotional reaction. When we think back on this season, that will be one of the moments. Uh, Tried not to go too quick to the business, but obviously that's my expertise and that's where I go. And listen, I am still bullish on Dak Prescott's financial future. Let's be clear about that. I know people have come to me and say, well, I should have taken the deal and he did this and Mahomes did that. Listen, Dak Prescott is going to be in the same place in February he was in last February with three options. Do a deal with the Cowboys, which he'll have, you know, he'll have to approve something he's happy with. Take a franchise tag, $37 million, which adds to this year's earnings of 31, 69 over two, or the Cowboys set him free. And if they set him free, I don't even care how bad this injury is, as long as it's not career-ending, Ross. If they set him free, he'll make a huge deal. I mean, Peyton Manning made a huge deal at age whatever after three neck surgeries. You know, this will happen for Dak. So I don't agree with anyone saying they should have taken the deal. And the postscript on this is Stephen and Jerry Jones have been out front now, basically saying we'll take care of, Doc, of Dak and players are watching. Managements, other managements are watching. Everyone's watching this. Most likely scenario, Ross, another franchise tag, 69 million over two years and a free agent the year after.
0: So, Andrew, you know, you and I were tweeting at each other a little bit. I'm at Ross Tucker NFL. You're at Andrew Brandt. Here would be my argument, uh, yeah. my belief, right? So if he stays healthy the whole year and continues to play the way he had been playing, I believe his long-term deal with the Cowboys that he would have been offered and or signed this upcoming offseason would have been somewhere between the 40 million a year that Deshaun Watson's getting and the 45 million a year that Patrick Mahomes is getting. Somewhere in that range on a four or five year deal, whatever, right? I now no longer think that is what he'll be offered. I think it will be high 30s, you know, somewhere between 36 and 38 million a year, maybe they get to 39 million a year. And if Dak is not willing to take that, then I think the Cowboys franchise tag him. I believe that if he stayed healthy, they probably would have offered him in the 40 to 42 range. But now when they have these discussions next February or March, no matter how far along he is in his rehab, they're not really going to know how well he's going to be able to perform or come back from that injury. So my argument would be, Andrew, I think he's not going to be offered as much on a long-term deal, both in terms of annual per year as well as guaranteed dollars by the Cowboys just because it's sort of sight unseen And how he comes back from the injury. And I also personally believe, I don't know this, I don't know Dak, that he would be more willing to accept that. I think that that's human nature – um, he's going to have to really think hard about do I want to take the $38 million a year with $100 million guaranteed or do I want to do the franchise tag again and try to get $43 million or 44 whatever it is, the next offseason with X amount guaranteed. So I think um, the Cowboys will end up offering him less than they otherwise would have on a long-term deal. And I also think that Dak will think harder about that long-term deal that he's offered than he did this past off season before suffering a devastating injury like this. Your thoughts?
1: Yeah, it's a good point. I, actually, I respect that opinion. I think that we don't know. I wish I knew. I wish I was a fly on the wall or a fly on Mike Pence's hair, whatever you want to say, um, what he was offered this year and what the deals, you know, obviously the, the Mahomes deal got done. We still didn't see a Prescott deal. Um, so, I don't know where he was this year. I'd be shocked, no matter how his rehab's going, Ross, if the Cowboys offer less than they offered in March or in July. And so say that was, I don't know, 30 something, 36, 38 over four or five. And, you know, to me, it's gotta be higher no matter how his rehab's going. And then let's fast forward. Maybe it's Lamar Jackson, maybe it's someone else. That I don't even, you know, I can't even think about right now. They set a new market. And again, Mahomes is kind of out there because it's 12 years, but it's a new market from Watson. Do we really think the Cowboys would go below that for Dak? I'm not sure. You know, again, structure is going to be everything. We'll see how it goes. He's represented by Todd France, who's very aggressive, uh, left CAA, now with athletes first. So we'll see, you know, but I think Dak. This idea that Dak is somehow in bad shape. You know, worst case, again, let me compare Mahomes, who I know I've been critical about. If he does take two franchise tags, he makes 69 million over two years. Mahomes is making 63 million over three years. So let's just put that in perspective.
0: Watching Alex Smith out there, Andrew, I thought about you a little bit for the Washington football team. How does it work in terms of liability for players like that? And was that ever anything you were involved in?
1: Liability how?
0: Liability for injury, um, approving, giving him clearance to go back out there, okay. given everything he's been through with that leg.
1: Yeah, I mean, medical's everything there. And you saw him active as a backup. And, of course, that means he got clearance. And, you know, I know people are you – know, Going crazy because Aaron Donald's out there. Listen, he got clearance. And if you're given clearance, it doesn't matter if you're playing Aaron Donald or Aaron, whoever you're out and you're an NFL player. Um, Again, personal bias there. I have to admit, with Vayner, we represent Kyle Allen. So uh, it was tough to see him go out with a concussion, and hopefully he'll be back this week. But yeah, you feel I know everyone was holding their breath for Alex Smith. I was a little more. Stoic on that Ross because hey, you know, he's been through all the rehab. He's been through all the the preparation. He's ready to go and You know I, I felt like they had made their due diligence with Alex Smith It's been however many years and it's been a horrific injury, but he's back So I had less trepidation about that than most
0: Thomas Dimitroff, Dan Quinn, both let go by the Atlanta Falcons. Your reaction, Andrew?
1: Good people, <laughs> but sometimes good people's not enough. Uh, back to the podcast, Ross. Tom has been on a couple times. He's a friend, and I felt for him, um, but it hasn't worked, and he knows that. It hasn't worked in, uh, in Atlanta. Uh, I actually thought after the Packers game Monday night a week ago that it would happen that Tuesday. It took another week. I, I mean, you may know better than I do. I'm scratching my head over that team. That is a talented team. Number one picks across the board on the on the offense, at least. Can't get out of their own way. And this is not a one-year thing. So uh, let's see what happens with Atlanta. Uh, you know, we talk about good jobs. It seems to me that's a good job with a really benevolent owner and a good team, at least talent-wise. So let's see what happens there. And, yeah, I feel for Tom and Dan, good people, but sometimes good people don't get it done.
0: Last one, Andrew. Got to get your reaction to the new COVID protocols. Again, there's increased protocols with mandates now for people that are close contacts. And all of the schedule maneuvering that the NFL did over the weekend, it's like – it was like a Rubik's Cube. They, they had to move 20 different pieces to try to get all these games in by, you know, week 17. Yeah, and they're doing it, they're, and they're doing it
1: Ross, but how many times can they? So I guess we're, I, my reaction is great, you know, and these teams are moved around and schedule makers give them kudos. But if it happens again and again, you know, then it's not even a, an extra week. Then it's really maneuvering and the real possibility – that we have teams without 16 games. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's, listen, playing through a pandemic, incredible that they're doing it. And I note, as you did, that you got University of Florida with 20 positives. Imagine if that was the NFL, we'd have, a, we'd have an out, we'd have Twitter would break because there's so much more tension on the NFL than other teams. Continued kudos to the NFL and NFLPA for making this work. There's only so much rescheduling, rejiggering they can do. Let's hope this is the last or second to last time they have to do it.
0: It's the best podcast of its kind that I'm aware of. It's called the Business of Sports Podcast. Obviously, Andrew has a great way about him. Hopefully, a lot of you already subscribed to it, listen to it. It's terrific. That sounds awesome this week to hear about exercising in a pandemic. I am very thankful that... Next to my home studio here, Andrew, I have a home gym uh, because that's been worth its weight in gold over the last eight months or whatever it's been. At Andrew Brand on Twitter. Thank you, Andrew. Thanks, Ross. Speaking of health, I've talked about this before. We all have health issues from time to time. Look, mine is, I'm losing my hair. Look, I'll show you on YouTube, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. You can see the top of my head, bald spot. It is what it is, but that's why I take Keeps. Keeps is awesome. You know, I was already taking one of the medicines you can get through Keeps, but now I'm taking two. There are two FDA-approved medicines to keep your hair, right? Keeps, keep your hair. If the FDA approves it, you've heard all the stuff going on with coronavirus. If the FDA approves it, that means they have evidence that it works. That's the key. It's the key for me. I take the topical in the morning and at night. I take the pill in the morning. I'm on TV. I'm trying to keep my hair as long as I can. And by the way, I got a haircut yesterday. You can check that out on youtube.com. slash NFL. I think it looks pretty good. Anyway, here's the deal. If you think you're losing your hair even a little bit, please dudes, go to keeps.com slash Ross Tucker, to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash Ross Tucker. K-E-E-P-S dot com. It has been awesome. I haven't lost any more hair since I've been on Keeps, and hopefully it stays that way. Keeps dot com slash Ross Tucker. Tuck
2: Good morning, Ross. Kind of cool that we actually had a game last night. Tuesday night football for the third time ever. Your thoughts on the Titans taking down the Bills forty-two to sixteen.
0: It is cool, Bry, right? although I must admit, right, I am uh the Bills are the team that I played for that I have the greatest affinity for because I was there the longest, played the most, made the most money, etc. So I kind of uh I kinda I kind of cheer for the Bills. And the Titans Are the one team that's clearly broken the protocol multiple ways and has affected a lot of other teams and a lot of people's lives at this point. So I can't sit here and say I'm thrilled with the outcome last night, but ultimately, I don't really care. Right. Like I I just like, I love football. I like watching the games, I like analyzing them. And it was just not the Bills' night. I mean, first of all, no Tredavious White, no John Brown, no Matt Milano, no Quentin Spain. I mean, they were missing a bunch of dudes. So that hurt. Meanwhile, the Titans get back A.J. Brown, who was obviously a monster. And then it was just the turnovers were the biggest difference in the game, right? I mean, Andre Roberts, who's in instead of John Brown, he's got the drop that goes through his hands. Leads to a Malcolm Butler interception. A.J. Brown touchdown catch and a double move. So, boom, the Titans are up 7-0. Now, the Bills did answer and Josh Allen, I do not understand how he gets that much velocity on the football without even stepping into his throws a lot. It's crazy. Uh, that got him down the field for the Isaiah McKenzie touchdown on the jet sweep. Tannehill just kept rolling, though. I mean, that third and 19 to Kalief Raymond was huge. And then he gets the ball to A.J. Brown. They get a Derrick Henry touchdown. Derrick Henry, if you didn't watch the game last night, you got to check it out. He had one of the best stiff arms I've ever seen. Now, listen, you know, Josh Norman's momentum was going that way, which makes it easier. But it's still very impressive to have a ball in one hand and to time that up just right like that, that you can throw Josh Norman through the air. Unbelievable. Tannehill ran in for another touchdown at the end of the first half. That was killer. The fact that the Titans were able to get that touchdown in the end of the first half, that was killer. 21-10. And then Josh Allen did what he hadn't really done this year, threw a horrible interception right to Malcolm Butler. No idea why he did that, and it just serves – all of the people that are Josh Allen doubters, Josh Allen haters, whatever, that's all they needed. A primetime standalone game. Everybody's watching a horrible interception. For the next month, they still won't believe Josh Allen's good because they'll say, you know, he throws terrible interceptions. Um, then John Smith, Tennessee special teams were great throughout. The Bills were not. And obviously the late kickoff return fumble led to the over for those of you that um, were inclined to bet the over, those of you that listened to the Even Money podcast. So that was kind of fortuitous, as they would say.
2: Anything else you want to add about uh, Le'Veon Bell? You and Andrew already discussed it, but uh, Bell released by the Jets. Any other thoughts?
0: Yeah, I mean, it sounds like he wants to play. He tweeted, first of all, he did the prayer symbol, like he's thankful that he got released. Then he tweeted, I'm ready to go. Le'Veon logic is is interesting. He did not play at all when he could have made $14 million, and instead he made zero. Now, he can make $6 million to do nothing, but he's going to play for free. Think about that logic. He didn't play for $14 million, but he is going to play for free. That's amazing. Duck Stakes.
2: Also, thoughts on the increased COVID protocols and uh, guys like Chiefs, Anthony Sherman and uh, Falcons' Marlon Davidson being placed on that COVID list.
0: Well, so the increased protocols, they're trying to be more proactive, which I think is really good. The key is to not have close contacts. That That is the key. You don't want to have close contacts that are mandatory at that point with, you know, they have to sit out five days or whatever. This should hopefully make it so that more teams make sure that there aren't close contacts. Because essentially every guy that was on the uh, Cam Newton flu plane, right, the Cam Newton close contact plane. None of those guys would have been able to play under these increased protocols. And I like when it's a hard and fast black and white rule. I don't think the Chiefs have another fullback. So no Anthony Sherman hurts. And Falcons, you know, it's another young guy. Rookie Marlon Davidson, another young guy. Tuck takes.
2: Cowboys defensive tackle Tristan Hill, Giants edge rusher Lorenzo Carter, Texans linebacker Benardrick McKinney, Dolphins D-tackle Devon Godshow among the players that are done for the season after week, week 6 injuries.
0: None of these teams can afford to lose any of these players. Tristan Hill had played very well for the Cowboys and they needed him at D-tackle. Lorenzo Carter was providing some edge pressure for the Giants. McKinney's a starter, and Godshaw is a pretty good player that Mike Tannenbaum found in the fifth round for the Dolphins a couple years ago. Not good. Tux takes.
2: And finally, some transactions that include Browns cornerback Greedy Williams going on IR. Cardinals signing cornerback Prince of Mukamara. Cowboys signing quarterback Garrett Gilbert off the Browns practice squad.
0: Well, Bryce, speaking of transactions. I've mentioned this a lot lately, and I do think it's pretty important that as much as we can right now, we help support our local businesses, whether they're your corner stores, coffee spots, or favorite shops, local businesses have always been on your team, supporting you and your community. They remember your order and call you by name, always giving back, making a difference and going that extra mile. Right now, more than ever, local businesses need our support. So let's be there for them. The next time you go shopping, help your team score and choose to shop at local businesses. And while you're there, look for the contactless symbol and tap to pay with a contactless Visa to help support your community. Because where and how you shop matters. Visa, everywhere you want to be, official partner of the NFL. As for those transactions, Bri, Greedy Williams, I don't know how long he's on IR, but the Browns could use him back at corner. He's got some type of pinched nerve in his shoulder. Doesn't sound great, actually. Cardinals, Prince of Mucamara is a pretty solid player. That makes sense. And the Cowboys needed another quarterback. They're not going with a, 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 a veteran or a bigger name. They got Andy Dalton. They're just going to go with Garrett Gilbert. So that makes sense to me. Also makes sense to give shout-outs to listener businesses that help support our show at patreon.com slash Media by being, I think we're done here, members of patreon.com slash Media Like Pizza Boy Brewing, Delicious, Central PA, or they're expanding. You can get their beer a lot of places. DynastyFreaks.com, Culture. SteakhouseSports.com, Vision Comics with an X. Other than that, please check out the Fantasy Feast podcast today. Hopefully, some of you will take advantage of some of our sponsors like Keeps and DraftKings and try to get some of these awesome press passes. I already told you I'm getting three badass press passes next week. Chiefs-Bills, Bills Bills fans, you got to get in on that. Giants-Eagles, Eagles Eagles fans, you got to get in on that. Get in now. By being a sponsor confirmation email winner this week. I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feasts, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, rostucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.